Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. McCarthy just takes a knee and we'll hand it to overtime. And with that, one of the best college football Ooh. games. And there were two of them on last night. And I don't care. I think this is that, these are national headlines. I know it's sports. Oh, for everybody sure. Everybody was into this. I got to say it. We said it before, Diener. That's election committee. I know everybody was mad, but at the end of the day, they got it right. They sure did, man. Those were the four best teams last night. And this matchup we have now with Michigan. Sorry, Jen. I know. <laughs> She's still in bed, but sorry. That's and right. She takes a couple of days off. It's Michigan and Washington for the national championship, which is going to be a great game, I think. Which, when is that again? On uh, Monday a night. week? Yeah. Oh. So it's, man, it is going to be something to behold for that game. You. And they really are the two best teams in college football. I, I mean, think so. Washington has been up against it all year. They've had some incredible competition they've had to play against. And all they've done is won. Both teams are 14-0. and Both games came down to the wire last night. Washington what, was 37-31 over Texas. I give credit to Texas, though. They were they played a lot better than this year than I thought they were going to. They had an awesome year. I gotta tell you too, for and for some reason, just getting, you know, just getting ready for a trip, you know, it like takes all day and in the hotel room and we're leaving. And I was watching the Rose Parade. Yeah. And then actually getting to the airport and finding the game. And then I'm watching on the plane. It looked like the whole plane was watching the the, the Michigan game was first. I gotta tell you, what a great American tradition. And and this top of my wish list trips for sports is to get to a Rose Bowl game. Man, I'm does that you. look incredible? It really does, man. What just what is seen with the mountains oh. behind the stadium, the, with the way the sun sets, the weather just, always looks perfect. Oh, it's what is seen over there in Pasadena. I love it. And then you get a game. And here yes. it was game on the line. That's Williams in motion. Low snap. Melrose stopped. Michigan makes a stand. Here comes the, comes the band. The here they come. Victory. There you go. Ah. Bum, 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 bum. I gotta tell you, I know Alabama fans are upset and they're not happy with that, but what what a what a matchup that was! And I, this is not the most important thing, but I love the way it looked. No, I'm t- two teams that I don't think have ever changed their uniforms. That's right. <laughs> it's, it's like you you be watching a game from 1970. You didn't even know. <laughs> know. No, but you're right, man. Just is that Bo Schembechler? It was <laughs> Bear Bryant on the sideline. <laughs> right. No, it was man. Just just in general, though. I mean, you talk about the matchup. You know, Nick Saban and Jim Harbaugh, the two blue blood teams with with Michigan and Alabama in that first game in, in the Rose Bowl. It just it had everything. I thought it was awesome. It I was. Do. And then, of course, the second game, you know, Washington and Texas. I, I feel like, and that was a great game, but I feel like a lot of people didn't get to watch all of that because of how late it was. That's what, yeah, that happened to me. I saw again. It was just weird because I was traveling, so I saw just about all of the Michigan Alabama game uh, on the plane. And I'll tell you about that in a second, but and a little bit of the the Washington game. There was a little bit less interest on on my plane for that one. But still, a massive amount of people in a small little sample size of people into this thing. That's why I think it's a it's a national story and drawn interest. It, it's great matchups. It, it they, was. It they was. got it right. Yeah, you're right. No, they absolutely did. You when you watched those games last night. There was no doubt those were the best teams. I mean, aside from Georgia, you can you could argue. 
you know, with what happened in the Orange Bowl, but that's a different story for Florida State, 63-3. Yeah. I mean, just, but it was, it was great competition. And now, you know, we can look forward to a really good national championship game, I think, on Monday with Michigan against Washington. Yeah, not to, not to ignore the ending of that Washington game. It sounded like this. One last chance to advance to the national championship game. Ewers loves it up, and it is incomplete. Washington hangs on and wins the All-State Sugar Bowl in the college football playoff semifinal. <laughs> ben was heard in the other one, but still. A little less, yes. Good but I mean, call. Think about that. The two calls we just heard, it was coming down to the last play. I mean, mm-hmm. for both games. Mm-hmm. So fantastic job, fantastic games both. And, boy, I... I don't know. I mean, you flip a coin with Michigan against Washington. Who wins the national championship? I'm curious to see. And again, I said it was a small sample size. It was just one plane. But I was in the back of it. And you can see everybody's TV in the back of the yeah. headrest. Had to be over 90% of people. All kinds of people watching these games. It was interesting. So I think it's going to be, that's a lot of interest. I think the ratings for this would be great. But this might be a record breaker for this national game uh, championship game coming up next week. Yeah, I could see it that. It really might be. I mean, two teams, you know, opposite side, uh, mm-hmm. sides of the country, meeting in the middle in Houston where the championship game is going to take place. Mm, Neutral site. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, think, you know, I think you're right, though. I think the ratings are going to be off the charts when we hear about it. Yeah, I think you're right. All right, uh, this is something you could check out on the Morning Show blog with the video. It's, it's intense, and it winds up with, really, I think, a miracle. All kinds of dramatic video of a Japan Airlines plane engulfed in flames. As flight 516 over there apparently collided with a Japanese Coast Guard aircraft. It's trying to land at Tokyo Airport that has streaked across the runway on fire. You start to look at this video and you would think, fair enough like we did. There's no way anybody survived this. It would be impossible. But they did. Almost 400 passengers and crew were able to evacuate the Japan Airlines plane. Worst story, it was sadder for the uh, Coast Guard crew, Mm. I guess. But still, almost 400 people surviving this thing. Everybody on that plane... Don't you? You see it. You're going to think there's no way that that could happen. No way. Yeah, I have the uh, video going up here on 850 WFTL and on the Morning Show blog. You can check it out because, no, it's been everywhere this morning, and it's incredible that they're able to get everybody off. It's like something out of an action movie. I mean, when you when you see this plane, it's it's ridiculous. I don't know what they did for rescue efforts, if there was anything different done, new technology, just stuff they've had in place for a while. Whatever it is, they're going to study this for years. They would have to. Boy, and on a different note too, you think about how quick this plane went up in flames. Well, it's yeah, you yeah, know, good point. It's like I, I didn't know planes go up that quick in flames. This thing was like a Christmas tree, you know, like, like like a dried out Christmas tree. You light it and just you know the whole thing is engulfed. Still had a lot of Boy. fuel in it. It must have. I don't know yeah. what it was, but it's it's incredible. Wow, you check that again on the on the on the blog. And just to update you, Powerball is a clean slate once again because somebody. It's a single ticket. It may be a group effort. I don't know. But somebody in Michigan, they win again. $842 million, Richard, this morning. Eight forty-two. <laughs> not, not a bad way to wake up. What a way to start the year. <laughs> you imagine waking up, right? It's like your first day back at work. You took off during the holidays, things like that. You know, like a lot of people did, like we did. <laughs> You're like, oh, I got to get back into work. I got to sit in traffic again. Let me, well, let me just take a look at my Powerball. Oh, my gosh, I'm not going back to work. <laughs> If this becomes one, I swear to God, one of those unclaimed things for a year again, I'm going to be like, Jen, I hate these winners. We're going to hear about in June, still no one's claimed the ticket in Michigan. Could you imagine? Oh my gosh, The search is on in Kalamazoo for a Powerball winner. (laughs) 
Keep your tickets and check your tickets. God, that's crazy. I don't know. Yeah, All right, we, really got, is. we got some more headlines to talk about, too. We will uh, update you on uh, if there's any more information about that Japan Airlines thing, because that was incredible. But also, there's a big update to talk about it from the Middle East. Looks as though Israel's going to be pulling back a lot of troops out of Gaza. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure what that means, but that was a big announcement overnight our time. And uh, we'll see how quickly that actually happens. We'll talk about that. Some entertainment stuff, too. All of that is coming up next. It's the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. The South Florida Morning Show. Happy New Year from all of us, by the way. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. It's going to be a great year. Jen is off today. Boy, she was holding down the fort over the holidays, so much deserved time off. Yeah, she's going to be. She's going to be off the rest of this week. Dina is over there. I'm Bill. So we're slowly but surely getting back together. We're now in the second hour of 2024. We may have figured out how radio works again. I'm not sure. I think I remembered most of the things we're supposed to do during the show. <laughs> what is this <laughs> button? Oh, my God. It's coming back to me driving in this morning. I'm like, okay, wait, I have to do this. And this this password for this website. Like, okay. It's but all coming back. That's a that's most people, though, getting back to work today, though. It's it's, it's get back to work day for most people. And it's, uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how many people. We're in a big business building here at the 85th floor. Right. We'll see. How, I always look down to the parking lot because I will tell you that Christmas week, that, this place was a ghost town from most of the businesses around here. Oh, forget it. Like going into Christmas? How oh, we were? my God. We were here that Thursday was our final show heading into the weekend. No. Uh, we were like the only people here. We were the only floor working at our place. I'll tell you that. So I don't know who's coming back to work today, but somebody oh my will. Gosh. Uh, news-wise, this is kind of gross, but it's a big story. I just think it's going to, it just feels like one of those things that's going to be less than what we expected. But according to ABC News, and this is their wording, a document dump from the courts related to the Jeffrey Epstein case. And they keep bringing up Bill Clinton's name because he's mentioned more than 50 times as John Doe number 36. There he is, 50 times. A heavily redacted Manhattan court document related to Epstein accuser Virginia Jeffrey. She was the girl, one of the girls from down here, actually. Yeah, that's a right. Palm Beach County related yeah. story. Um, ABC says those mentions are linked to a 2015 lawsuit by Jeffrey. Claimed she was recruited, recruited by J- Ghislaine Maxwell, who's in jail right now for all kinds of gross stuff. And uh, ABC says those documents are not expected to implicate Clinton in any illegal activity. But there's 170 John and Jane Doe's expected to be unmasked. Jane Doe's? Oh. Interesting. I do have a question, though. Yes. You know, as we wait for this list to come out, you know, whose name are we going to see? What are we going to see? Are we going to see anything at all? If there's already kind of paving the uh, runway here Mm -hmm. with, well, you know, no illegal activity expected to be connected to Bill Clinton, why was he going there so much? Right. Exactly. But what do you? Do? I guess they can't make the link to illegal activity. But you, everybody, this is one of those things. Ever, whatever you thought about this going in, you're going to go, uh huh. I am just people saying. that Clinton defenders, Democrats will say, see, it doesn't show you anything. And people that thought that Clinton was up to no good and was heavily compromised are going to say, oh, there you go. I mean, and that's all this thing's going to do. I could see if his name appeared on there once. It's like, oh, okay, yeah. you went for you know a business trip. You didn't know what you were getting yourself into, right? Right. right. Fifty times your name appears. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I just, it's that it'll be heavily redacted. Watch the documents are just going to be like every single line is like blacked out with a big sharpie, kind of redacted. You know what I mean? I'm hoping that's not what happens, but I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know. We'll see. But that's maybe according to ABC as early as today. Who the heck knows? Mm. In the meantime, yes, big development overnight in the Middle East. Still no clear end in sight to the war between Israel and Hamas. 
Looks like there's a shift in intensity. The IDF comes out last night with an announcement. It's withdrawing thousands of troops from the Gaza Strip, which you can take a number of different ways. Job done or just refocusing efforts in a different kind of part of the war. Nearly three months of fighting. It's been three months of this already. Wow. Has left more than 20,000 people dead, all since the October uh, 7th terrorist attack by Hamas. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm not going to claim to have followed this too much over the holidays. You know, like you were saying before, Diener, you got to take a break from this stuff somehow. I had to. But a big drawdown is not what I expected. No, I was surprised to see that. I don't think it's for any type of, you know, oh, we're going to stop attacking you guys because we're in a good mood. You know what I mean? Like We're uh-huh. going to be, uh, you know, nice and say, all right, we're just going to, you know, stop with the war. I don't think that's the case. I think if they're, if they're drawing back troops, it's probably because, like you said, maybe they're looking at the mission and they're like, yeah, we pretty much wiped these creeps out. We can start bringing back some of the guys. I would bet you, just from when we were following this thing before the Christmas break, I would bet you we're going to see all kinds of updates about job done, job won. It could be. Now we're just going over the head terrorists. Yeah, maybe. Wherever they may. It's probably you a know? shift in the focus because right. I, I just don't see that they're going to stop. I mean, look, the, the protest didn't stop. I will say this. Kudos to the networks. Because you didn't see anything when it comes to, you know, like mm-hmm. Times Square, New Year's Eve celebrations, mm-hmm. even like, you know, uh, any of the networks you're watching with this stuff, they they were able to stay away from any of the, the protests that were going on because there were a lot. There were. You know, and there and, was a massive um, protest group headed towards the New Year's Eve thing uh, in, in Times Square that, that was right. headed there. And I guess they got kind of thwarted. There were some that got through. I know f- officially in Boston, a lot of them did actually get through and yeah. they kind of interrupted things. That's right. I don't know about some of the other cities, but yeah, you're right. But yeah, no, they didn't get the coverage. Which which was I was very happy to see because there was a lot of it going on. And you were none the wiser if you weren't on social media checking the stuff out as it was happening. Because I did come across that stuff. I'm like, oh my gosh, here we go. You know, they're going to try to march their way to Times Square and interrupt, you know, the ball drop or something. But Ryan Seacrest wasn't going to put no, up with that. that's right. Did you see LL Cool J out there with I, Ryan Seacrest? I did. I saw a lot of that whole show. We're sitting there with the family. We're watching. Oh, boy. <laughs> Listen, I don't want to be negative Nelly over here, but I miss Dick Clark in a bad way. Yeah, I know. What is, first of all, I've always liked LL Cool J. Yeah, I think I thought he did great. He looks great. Jeez. He's my age. He's like early 50s. I think he is. What's he doing? I don't know. Stop <laughs> that. And it, and it went on. They gave him. First of all, he got an interview segment at the end of it. That's big for the, you know, as they promote that. That's right. He They gave him like three songs. Yeah. Started off on the street and they just kept climbing. Kept Every going. time he would climb up to something else, then made it to the stage and he climbed up onto something else. He was doing like three or four songs. Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think the time has passed on that one. I don't know. I thought he did a great job. I mean, he he sounded good. He still got it. He still. Got, I thought. I think no. LL still got it. No. No. Why? I, I thought he had this big acting and TV career. Why is he trying to do? Is does he have a little like a hip hop thing coming out? Maybe he just wanted to meet Jelly Roll. Jelly Roll was there as well, the big country star. Who among us doesn't want to meet Jelly? Yeah, Jelly Roll and LL Cool J with the big stars are with uh, Ryan Seacrest, I guess. Who would have thunk it? I, I didn't see that one coming. And I did see at the end Jelly Roll going to LL Cool J. It's so good to meet you. Yeah, man, he was really excited. He was there with his wife. He was all excited. Yeah. And then we have to talk about at some point, and we can probably fill this out with the last two minutes of this segment. How about the Green Day thing? Did you check that out? I was very confused by this. So Green Day 
does a couple of songs. They, this was one of those cut-ins with the uh, Times Square thing where they would go out to New York. Yeah. I mean, they would go out to uh, uh, LA, L.A. Right. And they were playing a couple of songs there. So they in the, that American Idiot song that they have, right? they changed the lyrics to, I'm not going to be a mega idiot or part of the mega movement or something. Oh, is that what he said? I didn't yeah. even catch that. We'll find the exact audio okay. later on in the show, but why? That's, like, that's why, Green Day. That's, why are you, why? I don't know. That's, For a band that's supposed to be, you could not be any less punk rock than Green Day is. They're like, it's kind of like when Rage Against the Machine became the machine and they were pushing the vaccine. That's right. You are the machine. <laughs> I know. Is that ironic? You're that counterculture. I mean, American Idiot was basically based off that that came out during the Bush administration, during the Iraq War. I mean, is that, that was, old. Yeah. Wow. That was kind of the you know inspiration for that. As I guess they just decided to switch gears to Trump. I, I and you know what it, you know how you were saying that it's going to be just a crazy intense summer coming up in 2024 before yeah. everything gets better. I, I, that goes along with entertainment, too. You're going to see a lot of that this year. They're not going to learn their lesson. And right. I think Green Day kicked it off. Half, I don't care who you are. Half of your fans don't agree with what you're saying. Right, exactly. They won't. They just won't learn the lesson. They won't stay out of politics. They won't do it. And that, that's, that, gosh, that is always so annoying. Even if I agree with your statement, you go to a concert and the artist starts making all these political statements and everything, and it's like... Can we just I like <laughs> if I want to hear about politics, I, I would have skipped the concert and put on CNN. Like hey, and, just stop. And that was one of those moments because it's Green Day, and I always kind of like them. And I'm listening to that, and I'm like, oh, they sound pretty good. They are live. They're not lip syncing anything. Yeah. And I heard that line where they changed it and they made a political statement. Like, oh, there it is. It's just always a letdown. It is. Just it's, stop. It's like, come on. <laughs> it's, you know, it's like one of those rolling your eyes moments. But oh yeah. That's that's the way it goes for Green Day. But no, I thought they sounded good. I didn't know they were coming out with a new album. I, apparently, I didn't know LL Cool J <laughs> yes, was back. That's right. <laughs> they knew. It's popped out of nowhere. Okay. Hey, we got. Oh, do we have our first rapid fire of 2024 we, coming up next? We do. This is yeah, shocking. Here we go. All right, Jen's off, but Dina and I will have uh, the headlines going around the room with that one for you coming up next. Uh, headlines and more. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. What? Rapid Fire? How do we do this, Diener? I don't know. The music is on. I'm like, ah, what do we do? First rapid fire of 2024. Welcome to it. Happy New Year from us. Uh, Jen, taking a much-deserved break. She'll be off this week because she was holding down the fort, man, throughout the holidays. Did a great job. There's Dean or I'm Bill. We're piecing this thing together. But here we are. And uh, by the way, just to recap, we talked about this a lot because, well, first of all, it's not swampy politics news. 
And I think it is a national story because they were such great games. We've got a national championship college football matchup set. It is Michigan versus Washington last night. Two great games. Got to say it, and this has been our theme throughout the morning, Diener. Throughout all the controversy, threatened lawsuits, upset upset Florida State fans, deservedly so, I think you got to say that the (laughs) selection committee and the end of the at the end of it got it right yeah no they did it was incredible and gosh and you know what on a different note too because those these games were awesome last night if you missed them you know i'm sure they'll be showing them again today and replays or whatever but they got it right because you had two games that came down to the wire michigan wins in overtime actually they 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 came back to tie that game and then win in overtime over alabama and washington wins in a high scoring affair Holding on against Texas, they win 37-31. Final play. Final play of the game. They had to hold off Texas as they were trying to throw the game-winning touchdown. But when you watch those games, you can just tell, right? I mean, it jumps off the screen. You're watching these these players. You're uh-huh. watching these teams. The way the coaching is done, you can just tell watching it as a layperson. Like, yeah, they're the best teams. I mean, it, it's, it's me because it's like I'm more. I'm the opposite of you. I'm more into the NFL than college. You're probably the opposite. You're right. But we said it at the time when they made this selection. The matchup of Alabama and Michigan, even if people were upset about it, that's just a draw to me. I was Absolutely. I couldn't wait to watch this. And we were flying yesterday, so I'm watching I'm actually getting ready at the hotel, watching the Rose Parade, the Rose Bowl yeah, parade. Which was good by the way. And then trying to get to the airport in time to watch the beginning of this game. I did on my phone, get on the plane, watched it on here, and I wasn't alone. There had to be ninety percent of people on this plane into this game. So that right there should tell you. No, for sure. It was And it looked great. Yeah, it did. And it had the classic mat, uniforms. Know. First of all, the Rose Bowl as a setting is fantastic. I would right. love to go someday. Yes. I mean, gosh, what a what a beautiful setting that is. But mm. you're right, just the mass appeal, right? If you were just a casual fan. Yep. Like, oh, Michigan, Alabama. Oh yeah, I know those teams. I'll watch that. So the championship game, Washington, Michigan, a week from last night. It's next Monday yeah, night, right? Next Monday, yeah. From Houston. That's yeah. gonna be huge. I don't know what the ratings were from these semifinal games, but if you're just judging for the amount of people I saw in an airport and on the plane watching this thing, it's gonna be it's massive. Oh my gosh, it's gonna be huge. Yeah. So we'll see. Well, I'll stick with football, Bill. Uh oh. Because for two reasons. Jen's not here to yell at me. <laughs> Number two, it's our final football pick reveal. Oh, God. Is this thing still alive? <laughs> My God. This is it. This is the last of it. So I figured, you know what? We did this before we left for break. I, th- I-, I-, I got to update it so we can put a bow on this. I only say that because I'm getting my... You know what's spanked. <laughs> and it, well, in the interest of, uh, I guess, nostalgia, yeah. let's hear it one more time as we finish off our football picks. Oh, God. There it is. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Seems like a year since I've heard that. <laughs> the music is back. <laughs> Just real quick, I'll run through it because we do have a winner. We are done. And when Jen gets back, we'll have to throw her a parade. Right down 45th Street, Jen's Championship Parade, because she beat Bill and I this year in our football picks in the morning shows. Dominant, too. Yeah, she was. All the way through, man. Like, from week three on. It was incredible. All right, Jen. Wherever you are right now, if you're on the road to Tennessee listening, you win the the 850 bag of air. She did it. She did it. We'll have the bag of air for her when she comes in. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to be on a parade float during... uh, during the South Florida Fair. <laughs> We're going to have a whole thing for her. She's the champion. 
with a record of 56 and 29 overall in the season. That's really good, though. Unreal. I tried to make a push here at the end. Yeah, you came on strong at the end. I went 5-0 and with our final picks. Did you really? I did, which I had just found out oh, wow. two minutes ago. I didn't realize I had done that. Um, and I finished three games behind her, 53 and 32. I made the final push there. Good job. And Bill, you were the... No, def- you can leave the rest off. You were the defending champion, and <laughs> you came in third, I'll say. What, what was the final? <laughs> Do you know the number of the final record? 45 and 40 for Bill this year. Oh, that's pathetic. Jen had 11 games on you. Wow. You, you didn't have to throw that in. <laughs> <laughs> you had 11 games on you. Well, just, you know what? You know what makes it infuriating, it. though. She literally go. You were given eighty percent of the season. You're feeding her information <laughs> about inside tips and things you've heard, and, and your sources in Vegas. She's like, "Oh, I'll go with them." Or I like that uniform color. Every every time we end in the paper, she looks and she goes, "I don't know anything about these teams." <laughs> like, You're beating us by fifteen games. <laughs> I know. Come oh, on. Well. All right. Congrats, so, Jen. There you go. That'll do it for the picks this year. Jen's the champion. <laughs> See what 2024 holds in store. <laughs> All right. This is on the uh, Morning Show blog, or at least it will be pretty soon. And you're going to see this video everywhere. It's unbelievable. I, I know it's a horrific story, but it really is miraculous. But this video of a Japan Airlines plane, I mean, completely in flames. Yeah, it was Flight 516, apparently collided with a Japanese Coast Guard aircraft. It was trying to land at Tokyo Airport. And then it streaked across the runway, completely, totally on fire. Get this. Just under 400 passengers and crew members on board that plane made it out. All of them made it out safely. Just incredible. I, 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 you watch this video. When you get going, get to work, get your coffee going, and when you fire up your phone, whatever it is, you're going to look at this and say, there's no way anybody survived this. But it's, they did. It really is like something out of some you know type of 90s action movie. Sadly... I think it was a different story for the Coast Guard crew, uh, the, the uh, Japanese Coast Guard crew, but for that many civilians and crew to get off of that Japan airliner, that's unbelievable. I, yeah. don't, know, I don't know what, what the safety precautions were or, or the procedures, but they should be studying that for years. Oh, and they probably will, too. Oh, my God. I could see that. But it's amazing. It's on the Morning Show blog on uh, the app or uh, 850WFTL.com. Yes, that's right. You can check it out there. Um, another thing, I'm not sure I'm going to check this out. You remember last year, Winnie the Pooh went into public domain for like a day. Yeah, and pe- everybody. Jumped. That's how they got that Winnie that, that uh, Winnie the Pooh horror movie. Remember that Blood and Honey? Blood and Honey. That was it. Yeah, <laughs> we talked about that last year. Well, we're gonna add some new ones to the list because as soon as the ball dropped, there were some classic works that went into public domain, like Steamboat Willie, the first Mickey Mouse cartoon. I saw something about that. How did that happen, though? I don't know. I don't know how Disney Who at just, Disney let this fall by the wayside? I have no idea. Like, why not just snatch this up as soon as... Maybe there's probably so many legalities with it that they're trying to work it out. I'm sure they're going to grab it eventually if they haven't already. Does that mean that there's like some classic mini or Mortimer Mouse horror story out there? That's, that's exactly what it oh means. My God. They're going to come out with the first ever, when I say they, some you know low-budget studio yeah. like they did with Winnie the Pooh, a Mickey Mouse horror movie. <laughs> Where now Mickey Mouse is going to try to kill you. No, I'm not joking around. This is actually being made. <laughs> it's called, actually, oh, you know, I just saw it. It's called Infestation, I think is what they're oh saying. Oh, my God. <laughs> so Mickey Mouse chases you around in this horror movie. Did they, is, is, was this another one day thing? Did they get the rights back? I'm hoping they have. I'm not sure if they have yet. So the way it works, apparently, is all you need is a little bit of time to apply for that while it's 
That's it. Unclaimed. Yeah. And you can do whatever you want in the future. And there's a lot of stuff, too, that's, like, out there now. And I don't know who's going to claim it. It's, like, all this, all these different Marx Brothers things, like some of the original silent movies with, with, with the, you know, the Marx Brothers. It's, it's wild. And even the original Peter Pan. Like, the books. They're out of public domain now. So I don't know if we're going to see Peter Pan horror movie. I hope not, but it wouldn't surprise me. That's really weird. Why is it the first thing people go to, by the way, as soon as stuff hits a public domain? All right, time to make the horror movie. Let's go. Well, I was thinking it was going to be a different kind of movie, to be honest with you. Oh, Oh, boy. See more Mickey Mouse than I bargained for. Ever wanted to. Hey, now. Oh, boy. (laughs) Gosh. All right. That's it. The first rapid fire of 2024 is in the books. Another one coming up uh, in about an hour. But coming up next, we'll update you. Powerball is a clean slate again. You're not going to believe who uh, who cleared that out with a single ticket. We've mm. got that. As well as, uh, are you ready for dry January? This has become the new growing trend. Really? For, uh, I guess it's a New Year's resolution. Going dry for January. Got to dry out from the holidays, apparently. Getting more popular than ever before. Okay. That and more headlines coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. McCarthy just takes a knee. He will have it to overtime. And with that, the world gave us a great college football semifinal. Two of them last night. Now we've got uh, Michigan and Washington after after those games. And they were great. And we said it during rapid fire a lot. Spent a lot of time on it, Diener. I think the selection committee got it right after all the drama. So it's coming up uh, a week from last night, the national championship game from Houston. That's right, man. Next Monday night, and we'll come in here a week from today tired because we're like, well, we stayed up to watch the game. Oh, totally. Yes. That Which, was like that was like that Washington game. That was that was a late one. It was. I don't know how many people stuck it out, but this was the this was the winner for the Michigan game. Game on the line. That's Williams in motion. Low snap. Melrose stopped. Michigan makes a stand and comes up with a milestone playoff victory. There's the band. There, there they are. Go. You heard him say it there, too. Low snap. Yeah. Why was Alabama running up the middle when they couldn't do that all game? I don't know. I mean, look, I you know. have this big quarterback in Jalen Milrow who's really good at running the ball. But, I don't know, maybe call him a little bit more creative on fourth and goal when your season's on the line. You'd think. That's, that's my opinion. And the other game. One last chance to advance to the national championship game. Ewers loves it up, and it is incomplete. Washington hangs on and wins the All-State Sugar Bowl in the college football playoff semifinal. Good job. <laughs> Good job, college football. And I don't care yes. that it's a sports story. Don't care. It, it's it's great for that, and especially that Rose Bowl thing. What a great American event. Oh, fantastic. absolutely. Yes. You, know, you got the stealth bomber flying over last night at the Rose Bowl. Did you it, see the overhead shot of that? That thing's incredible, man. Yeah, what? but there was an overhead shot yes. of the stealth bomber from a helicopter. That's right. It was above <laughs> the stealth bomber? It was. You know what those, and I mean, it's just so, what is sea, man? When it flies over by the mountains, I mean, you see the mountains right there when you're sitting in the stadium there at the Rose Bowl of Pasadena and the Beautiful. sun starts to set. Oh, what a scene. Just man, cl- did they do it right. Clear sky. Uh, there's nothing like a really good Rose Bowl game on, on New Year's Day. It's amazing. I was glad to see that. It really was. Also, related to Michigan, oh my God, can you imagine being, first of all, you're happy enough that your team won, because most likely the Powerball winner is a Michigan Wolverines fan. And then you find out, could this get any better? Oh, yeah, it is. I'm a near billionaire. Powerball, one single ticket was bought in Michigan. It's worth...
$2 million. Maybe like that. Now, maybe it was a group effort. Maybe it was some company. I don't know. But this was the holidays. Most people aren't at work. It's probably a single ticket, one person winner. That would be my guess. Oh, man. You know what I hope for? I hope we get like an early indication on who the winner is. Because sometimes these things take oh. a couple months. You know, they they get their lawyers together, they, you know, financial advisors, and I then they're ready to, God, to come if, out. If this is July, and we're still have still looking in Kalamazoo for that Michigan winner, Jen's going to lose her mind. <laughs> she is. She's going to go insane. <laughs> She's going to hunt the person down, <laughs> drive up there. Come on now, get this going. I would just once, I would love to see if footage of like one of these big winners like <laughs> went out of their house I won I won just admit it yes god well like, all good for them though I know hey uh more allegations by the way the college uh admissions scan not the admission scandal the uh uh plagiarism scandal affecting Harvard and the anti-semitism thing that's affecting many Ivy League schools it did not stop over the holidays. Oh. Claudine Gay the Harvard president is facing dozens more accusations of plagiarism. Really? Dozens more. So this was like a, a, a habit for her. <laughs> uh, did she even do any of her own work? Oh, my gosh. How they hold on to her after all this, I, I it, it's looking insane now. It just looks crazy. I don't know why you even would. I mean, maybe just because, you know, you get through the holidays, right? People aren't paying attention, but now everyone's going back to work and the news cycle is picking up. People are going to start to find out more about, you know, more plagiarism from her. <laughs> So after all this, Harvard's been granted more time to respond to allegations of plagiarism. But uh, you have the shocking thing is how many people we've all we talked about Bill Ackman and some very prominent, um, I guess, venture capitalists from Harvard that refused to give them any more money and all this stuff. Yeah. But there's a ton of graduates that are standing fully behind her still. How and why and what it's done to that brand, I'll never understand. But they are. I don't get it either. It's, well, this is what they do, though. I mean, listen, we've always talked about it before, right? When it comes to the liberal mindset, they, they protect their own. Yeah. Even when they're doing something wrong. So, uh, you remember, the news story before we broke for the Christmas holiday was that uh, the House committee is bringing many Ivy League presidents uh, to task and to come to Washington, D.C. and Capitol Hill to talk about this stuff. Now, with more allegations of plagiarism, they're giving it more time. They still want to talk to them. Right. They're trying to straighten. There's so many, they're trying to straighten all this. Th- the whole thing lumped into once, along with the anti Semitism on campus. Who was the what one a mess. That, that got fired almost right away? Oh, Look, the. I, um, I forget which, which university she was from. It was one of the presidents. Right. The Penn. She, well, she resigned. Penn. Yes. The Penn president. That's right. Well, she's probably looking at this now going, you know, maybe I should have hung out for a little while. That, that's what I'm wondering, right? Do you think she's kind of kicking herself saying, well, they stuck around. Why did I leave so early? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe they could have protected her, too. They should all be gone. It's just ridiculous. Who had? I'm serious. The brand of Harvard now, it's it's taken a serious, serious hit. There are Absolutely. a lot of companies now that are going to be looking at the era that you graduated from that place. Yeah, that's right. And to say, well, you know, what were you? Let's look a little deeper into your student clubs, your associations. What were you into? Mm-hmm. Man. In the meantime, it's time for New Year resolutions for people. Good. And this is apparently a growing trend, bigger than ever before. Ready for dry January? What is that? We talked about this last year a little bit, where it really picked up during the month-long challenge. Health officials urging people to stop drinking alcohol or at least cut back, and apparently it's taking flight because more young people that they surveyed are doing this than before. I think they're just out of money. 
I think alcohol's too expensive. Or maybe you just get to a point you can't drink anymore. That's it. Can't do it. I, I mean, did yesterday count? Because if it did, then I'm I'm out. So <laughs> I don't know what to make of that. I know. I hear you. Christmas was... <laughs> Ooh. The research firm Morning Consult says about 90% of those taking part in dry January do it for obvious health benefits, but 73% do it to save money. Well, well, which yeah. doesn't surprise me. It's expensive, man. Like yes, I went, it is. I went to, uh, you know, what was it? The liquor store a few days ago. We were mm-hmm. getting stuff for New Year's. You know, a couple, you know, this or that or whatever, some rum or whatever. And I'm buying this stuff. I'm like, geez, look at this. This whiskey is almost thirty dollars. What is happening? Boy, you buy the good stuff. Oh, yeah, I guess. We're going to Diener's house for next one. <laughs> Man. We're pouring shots. Let's go. Top shelf. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> Why is this stuff so expensive? For the other resolutions, these are always the filler stories that come out this time of the year. But uh, Forbes, for some reason, always does this New Year's resolution survey. And it's like a repeat of last year and the year before, except for one thing. Fitness remains the top resolution sure. for most people. Uh, most people plan to improve their fitness. Most popular goal, as it always is. Second one is finances. The only surprise on this list is number three. The first time ever it popped up, and it's pretty high on the list, improving mental health. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, that's good. If you're some sort of a manager or an HR person, it probably means more people taking time off this that's, year. That's the only bad part. I was just thinking <laughs> that you know, people come up to you, uh, sir, ma'am, uh, I've uh, my New Year's resolution has been to improve my mental health, so I'm not working this week. Well, listen. What? I mean, you make a good point, though. It's become such a growing trend and such a serious thing. And it is. I mean, it's very, very important, but... That's now a legitimate excuse to take time off of work. I need a mental health break. And I don't know if there's a lot of companies who would laugh you out of the room for that. I don't think so. I think it's become one of those things where if you say that now... It, whether or not you mean it, or, you know, hopefully people don't take advantage of it. Of course, we joke around about it, but hopefully no one takes advantage of it. But if you say that, it's like most bosses, most places, they're kind of like, yeah, we, we kind of have to honor that. I think most people understand right? how important that is, really. I mean, we get it. We, we didn't, you know, back in the day, we didn't call it a mental health day. We just, we need like, you know, we just need a break. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, but it's, it's kind of the same thing. You just, sometimes you need a couple of days to get your yep. mind right. Maybe get some sleep, get some stuff down around the house you've been meaning to do. It's just, just you, sometimes you just need a break. You know, Dina, I noticed you've been missing a lot of work. Well, I wouldn't say I've been missing it. <laughs> My mental health is great, though. But I feel great. I'm in a great spirit. Yeah. No, that is important, though. All right, we got more headlines coming up next. Give another Powerball update. Uh, maybe a little bit more for, from the um, college football scene that was last night, which was outstanding. And I think we got to talk about Green Day. Oh, there's a controversy with one of the biggest rock bands in the country right now, and they have sold a lot of records. Yeah, they went political on New Year's Eve. I see. It's so funny because I was watching. I guess I missed that part where they where they performed uh, that song. It's all over the place now, though. Jeez. So is it a trend? Have entertainers now like not learned the lesson to stay out of politics for 24? They can't help themselves. Uh, they really can't. Sorry, we got that and a lot more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Let us be the first to say it if nobody told you. Happy New Year from all of us in the South Florida Morning Show. Jen's off the rest of this week. She was holding down the fort, man, throughout the holidays. Yeah, she stuck around. Sure did. I think she was going up to Tennessee this week or something. Not sure. Oh, you never know with Jen. She goes on horseback and just goes wherever her... Her horse takes her. Takes the covered wagon and just keeps on going. That's it. Just go north. (laughs) 
She's going to kill us when she gets back. There's Dina on Bill. Again, Happy New Year. Uh, Powerball update. It's a clean slate again because somebody, I know it may have been a group effort, who knows, but it was one winning ticket, solo ticket, won $842 million. Congratulations, whoever you are. Not a bad deal out of Flint, Michigan. Was it Flint? I wasn't sure about the the, uh, city. Yeah, I just heard that actually. Flint, Michigan. Good God. Somebody with that could buy Flint. They probably, maybe they will. Man. Honestly. See, in our heads, we're thinking somebody that just found out. It's like, well, you know, chances are that they're a uh, Michigan football fan. They they were excited about their team going to the national championship last night. You wake up this morning in Flint, you're like, man, could this day get any better? Let me check my Powerball numbers. (laughs) <laughs> and we say, oh my God, let's check this out. Unreal, man. You just won a great 24 hours. If you're, <laughs> you're living up there and you're a Michigan football fan, and you win Powerball, and then you don't have to go to work. Yeah. You know, you're waking up, you're like, oh, let's go back to work today. The holidays are over. Oh, wait a minute. I'm not going back to work either. Oh, there'll be no work today. <laughs> uh-uh. What a time. Good for them, whoever it is. Yeah, good for them. All right, uh, dramatic images all over the place, including right there in our morning show blog in the 850 mobile app or 850wftl.com. This really, truly is incredible. And I, I think you're going to have the same reaction the first time you see it when we do of this Japan Airlines plane totally engulfed in flames. And you first look at it, this morning I saw it and I said, there's no way. Oh, my God, they, they must be all gone. Miraculously, they're not. Uh, mm. Flight 516 on Japan Airlines apparently collided with a Japanese Coast Guard aircraft. It's trying to land at Tokyo Airport. It collides, then streaks across the runway on fire. Here's the miracle. Just under 400 passengers and crew got out safely. That's amazing. I, it's, just, it's incredible. 400? That's a lot, isn't it? Well, yeah, it's, that's massive. That's a big massive plane. plane. I don't yeah. know where it was coming from, not sure. Sadly, a different story for the Japanese Coast Guard crew. That yeah. was different. But for this to be able to, for them to get them out of there, that's incredible. They were putting the official number at 380. I think it was more than that now, they're saying. Oh, what is st- Like I said before, they're going to be studying this for years. Whatever their evacuation safety procedures are, that's incredible. I mean, well, yeah, no, that, you're so right. I mean, because just. This could have been a very different story that we're talking about this morning. We could have been talking about, you know, the first great tragedy, so to speak, of 2024. We'd be like, oh, this is a terrible start to the year. Yeah, this would have been it. My right. gosh. But thankfully, again, you know, feel for the five Coast Guard members who lost their lives in Japan and their families. Yeah. But you're talking about 380 people that were saved on this Japanese airliner. That could have been a much different story. Great job to everybody on evacuations, everyone who got everybody off the plane. Because that's scary, man. Like, you, you have to keep your wits about you. Everything's on fire. This was hours ago. Like, it, like this was overnight when it happened. That's why, you know, we woke up this morning and we first saw the footage of it. There's a lot of live shots from the major networks right now still putting out the fire. Yeah. Like, it's still right. going on. That's right. I mean, man. Goodness gracious. Imagine how hot that thing was burning. Unbelievable. It's, yeah, it's still smoldering. Actually, yeah, you're right. They just had a live shot now. It's 10 o'clock there at Tokyo International Airport. Thank God. Mm. Incredible. Uh, big news story coming out today. This is kind of gross, but kind of expected for a lot of people. I just think it's going to be more redacted than what we think, but ABC News calls it a document dump. Sure it is. From the court filings <laughs> of the Jeffrey Epstein case. It's expected, according to ABC anyway. As soon as today, maybe, the former President Bill Clinton will be identified in the document dump in the next day or two related to the uh, uh, Jeffrey Epstein case, he's mentioned more than 50 times as John Doe 36. 
redacted <laughs> Manhattan court documents related to Epstein accuser Virginia Jeffrey. Remember, she was from down here. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Uh, ABC News has the story. Uh, those mentions are linked to a 2015 lawsuit by Jeffrey claims she was recruited by Ghislaine Maxwell. Right. Knows that she's sitting in jail right now. Documents aren't expected to implicate Clinton any illegal activity. He's more than 170 John and Jane Doe's expected to be unmasked. See, and that's the part I, I don't get, right? Well, there's this is kind of twofold. Number one, are we, who are we going to see on this list? And are, are we going to see anything on this list? Or is it going to be, you know, just redacted like crazy to where we don't get to see anything? I bet you it's going to be. It's possible. I mean, they're I saying, but they're saying the names. How, how can they come out with the store ABC? Boy, this would be a letdown. ABC teasing that about 170 names will be unmasked. If they're all redacted, though, I think we might actually see these. We may not have a redaction, whether it's today or sometime during this week. But then you're also talking about, you know, the line that they have in the report where Bill Clinton isn't, you know, suspected of any wrongdoing or being connected to any illegal activity. Exactly. He went to Epstein Island of... Right. Over 50 times. Right. But it won't link him to anything. That part that part will be gone. So it'll be the same story. It's like if you've all these years you've just suspected Clinton of being up to no good, you're going to say, uh-huh, this is your proof. And the other people who will defend him, they'll say, it doesn't prove anything. Oh, yeah, sure. Maybe you like the island. Yeah. You know, you just you go to a strip club 50 times for, for the steak. Sure. Yeah, he was trying to get some sun. Yeah, no problem. I don't know. Good Lord. Yeah, I'll, I'll try that excuse next time. If I go to to a, a strip club or something at some point, I'll just say to, to Kristen, my wife, be like, oh, you know, I was just going for the food. No big deal. <laughs> it's like, why else would you be going to Epstein Island 50 times? Give me a break. The beach? <laughs> yeah, sure. It's great, great Maybe beaches. it was the food. Yeah. I don't know. Veal Parmesan's great there. We have a new non-troversy to talk about. What? This goes back to New Year's Eve and Dick Clark's Rockin' New Year's, which has been taken over by uh, Ryan Seacrest. And LL Cool J. Oh, uh, <laughs> I think LL needs to hang it up. No, come on. Sorry. It but was, also one of the acts feature was, was Green Day. Yes. You know, the uh, faux punk band that's been around a long time. Big band. Green Day's huge. Yeah, I like their music in the past. They were teased on ABC. They're going to be part of the whole thing. It was, you know. As the veteran band kicks off the new year, that's them. You know them, right? That's their new song, I think. Okay, so they do, uh, and this was part of the thing. They weren't at Times Square. They kept cutting away to them in L.A. Right. Where I guess where they're doing a full set, a, a full show. That American Idiot song is where they. I think that was the one where they changed the lyrics to this. This is where this is where the controversy comes across. Oh, and they're getting all kinds of all kinds of publicity for. It. I'm not part of the MAGA agenda. Oh, that's what he changed. Okay, yeah. I see. It's probably honestly, it's pretty on point for Billy Joe there from, yeah. from Green Day. I mean, this is kind of their mo, right? I mean, American. So that part of it is absolutely yeah. no shock whatsoever. I, I get it. I can't be mad at somebody for acting like they've acted for the past 25 years. Well, that's you know, and that's a good point because they always have. You're right. You're exactly right. You know. But is it a sign of things to come? Have have all kinds of entertainers, all kinds of acts. Have they not learned their lesson to just stay out of politics? I wish. And don't get me wrong, it's annoying. Like, I wish Green Day wasn't like that. I wish Billy Joe wasn't always so heavily, you know, heavily political when it comes to the lyrics in their songs. Right. But it's, I, I, like, that, that's their MO. I get it. But I wish people would stop doing it. I just, I, they're not. It's annoying. <laughs> half of your audience, and this is anybody's audience, half of them are going to be annoyed at it. Yeah. 
It's it's like with the Oscars. I mean, you know, people stopped watching the Oscars or mm-hmm. all these award shows because all you have are these, you know, Hollywood elites going up there and saying, "Stop flying in airplanes," even though I just took my private jet here, or oh, yeah. you know. This president is bad and this person is evil and what I'm saying is true because I'm the best person in the world. And it's like, just shut up. This doesn't apply to them, but they do it. But it's, I don't know, just maybe a sign for 24. I was hoping this was the year. Oh, no. This is, People would just say, oh, you know, it's a controversial year. Things are very tense anyway. I'll, I'll stay out of politics. No. I don't think. And I think that was the first indication. I think the festering powder keg is about to blow up <laughs> this year. That's that's the way it feels. I feel it in the air. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Election year, here we come. There's no doubt about that. Let's talk about next what we want to talk about, though. A little bit of a uh, wrap-up and a highlight from the college football playoff deal. Now we oh. know who's going, and they were great games. They really were. They really were. Powerball update, too, and uh, other headlines. And it's coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Williams in motion, low step, Melrose stopped, Michigan makes a stand and comes up with a milestone playoff victory. You know what, and with that, and that was just the first game, I know we're talking a lot of college football, but hey, you'd rather hear this than politics, wouldn't you? Yeah, I'd say. As you try to get back into the workflow, and by the way, Happy New Year, everybody, from us. Jen's out this week getting some time off, there's Diener on Bill. Man, I tell you what, college football did it right. And I, I've said this, I've told this story like five times already, but I was on a plane last night watching the first game, the Michigan game. Everybody on this plane, packed, all kinds of people, ages, no matter what it was, were watching this thing. So there was a lot of interest in this. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, and that's that's kind of what the you know college football was banking on when they came out with these four teams. They knew. Absolutely, they knew. Sure. You, if you had the opportunity to have Michigan against Alabama, not saying that they you know, did that just for ratings. I mean, you know, that was that's the way the chips fell. Though They felt those were the four best teams. Now, in my opinion, it's a win-win because they did get the ratings, I'm sure. We haven't seen the numbers yet. Has to be. But Has to be I, huge. I, I, I also think they got the four best teams. I think you're right. And uh, the other teams, this was not to, not to disparage them because it was a great game, too. This is the end of the uh, Washington-Texas game. One last chance. To advance to the national championship game. Ewers loves it up, and it is incomplete. Washington hangs on and wins the All-State Sugar Bowl in the college football playoff semifinal. There you go. A little, the music there at the end. Yeah, it was a little, <laughs> little underwhelming. Yeah. Music wasn't as good. That's yeah, all right. Um, I don't know what kind of band Washington has, but that's 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 great. Good for them. So now that that matchup is set for next week, a week from mm-hmm. last night, it's going to be Monday night in Houston coming up, which will be huge. Good. I can't, oh, I can't wait for that, man. I mean, this is this is what college football. This is for me why it's at the top. Yep. Because you have great teams, you have great drama, you have this, you know, the traditions and everything like that. And I know there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes now with college football, where it's you know. It's kind of dirty in some ways. You have player, player, not dirty, but some of the shine has come off a little bit of college football recently because of, you know, uh, NIL deals and the, all the money coming through and players transferring before the bowl games and players sitting out bowl games. It is a little different. It feels a little different. Yeah. That's it, true. You know, it kind of feels more corporate than it did in the past. But in the end, when you get scenes like that last night with those teams, that type of competition... That that's what it's all about, and now we have, we have a great championship game on tap. Two fourteen and O teams going at it Monday night. It's great American tradition. It just especially with the when you're talking about the Rose Bowl, man. Yeah. 
I think I paid attention to that one this year more than any other because just getting the ready stuff and the hotel and trying to get home and right. watch the whole parade and all that stuff. You just what a great setting and what a great scene. Good. The line is out, by the way. Oh, it is. On Monday, January 8th. Let's go to Gambling Diner. That's right. And I'm very happy to report the kickoff is at 7.30 on Monday night. Thank God. See, that's how you do it. My gosh. Didn't they used to be at like 9? Yes. Like enough with that. 7.30. Good. It'll be over by around 10.30, 11 o'clock. Totally reasonable. Absolutely. Michigan, I figured, is favored. That was kind of my guess. I thought maybe like two or three points. A little bit more than I thought. They're favored by four and a half. Mm. It opened up this morning. So four and a half point favorite over Washington. Monday night, 730 in Houston, by the way, is where they're playing the game. And, the, um, you know, neutral site there in Houston. And this was, this was a the trending thing. I'm checking on the plane after that. I just had to, people were, I guess, making flight plans already, trying to find it like, a, like an airline flight. In this short notice, like thousands of dollars you'd have to pay. That's not even with tickets. <laughs> so bad. Good luck. That's such a shame. Anyway, that's happening. Dave. Yes. Other news uh, going around the world. This happened overnight. I didn't pay a lot of attention to the war between Israel and Hamas over the holidays intentionally. But mm. this is a big update from last night. No uh, clear end in sight for the war. But... There's a shift in intensity. The IDF comes out last night with an announcement that it's withdrawing thousands of troops from the Gaza Strip. Nearly three months of fighting now. It's been going on three months we've Isn't been talking amazing? about this. October 7th. That was almost three months ago. I cannot believe that. That's insane. But I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait for today to see what that means. Is it like a uh, the claiming victory on the ground anyway and it shifts a different kind of focus? Not sure, but it's a drawdown for sure. Thousands of troops leaving that area. Yeah, and it, and it truly may be just a case where it's like, there's not a lot left. It could be. I, I don't think they're doing out of, you know, kind of out of generosity, you know what I mean, with the Israeli forces saying, all right, we're just going to, you know, leave now. No, like, they're on a mission, mm-hmm. and they're trying to, you know, get a job done, and it's it seems like that's maybe what happened. I mean, they, it's got to the point where, like, yeah, we've we've got a lot of these creeps, and we've cleared out the tunnels and things like that. I guess we can start sending guys home. Maybe we'll that's what out. it is. It's going to be a big news story today. Yeah. It really is. Um, little update here. We've been talking about this because the video is just so dramatic from Japan. Tokyo Airport, a Japan Airlines plane. And you'll look at this video when you first see it on the Morning Show blog, which is on the app at 850WFTL.com. Mm-hmm. You're not going to think anybody survived this thing, but they did. Everybody on the airliner that's close to just under 400 passengers and crew survived a collision with a Japanese Coast Guard plane. And it's going across the runway. You'll see it clear as day. On fire. They all got out. Sadly, the update is now they're confirming that uh, five people at the uh, Coast Guard plane, uh, Japanese Coast Guard, did pass away. But the miracle of this thing is that that many passengers survived. Yes. But it took a while for them to confirm it. They're still putting that fire out, like right now. Yeah, you're right. It's been hours. It's it's almost 10.30 p.m. Over there in Tokyo, and I didn't realize they were that far ahead of us, by I the know. way. My gosh, 14 hours. Um, but that's that's unreal. I mean, they're still trying to put this thing out. It's been hours, like you said. But uh, thankfully, man, you talk about this could have been a totally different story. So thankfully, we're not talking about a major, major disaster here this morning. They were able to get everybody off. Unbelievable. Better news, though. To get away from that for a quick second, Powerball starts clean. Clean for the new year. Ah, yeah. You called it. We'd have a new... Uh, jackpot winner, and it was one ticket sold in Flint, Michigan, $842 million. I knew it was just going to keep rolling over until New Year's. You called it. I had a feeling. 
It probably would have been a billion if it if past this week would have been a billion. Yeah, I think so. If if it had rolled over again, you, you would have had two more rollovers before next Monday. It would have been pretty close. Wow. Well, good for them. All right, more updates coming up next. More headlines. Uh, ABC News says this is a big day in the Jeffrey Epstein story. A court document dump of files, and Bill Clinton is mentioned a lot, apparently. I don't know. See see what's going to come from this, and who else is going to be mentioned? Are we going to see actual names on here? I know. Are there surprises? Who the heck knows? Then we'll have some uh, entertainment stuff, too. It's all coming up next. And uh, Rapid Fire actually oh. is coming up next, too, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Got to remember okay. how we do this thing it's again. Like, well, well, we'll get this straight. It's our first day back. We'll figure out how it works. Jen is <laughs> off this week taking some time off. She held down the fort over the holidays. There's Diener. I'm Bill. Keep it here next. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. That's right. Rapid Fire is back. We're all pretty much in the same boat if you're going back to work today, trying to get back into the work swing. That groove. This is the day. It's tough. I've been looking. I'm looking out the window, Diener, at our uh, <laughs> 85th floor here at the work center. Uh, Not many cars showing up. <laughs> our, well, I've been keeping tabs. Our people are doing okay. But these other companies, mm, yeah. taking that extra day. It's true, man. It's a mentality. You got to get back into it. By the way, Jen uh, held down the Ford for us all through the holidays, did an awesome job. She's taking her time off this week. She'll be back next week. There's Dean or I'm Bill, but with Rapid Fire, let's start off with this. Powerball is a clean slate now. $842 million went to, all right, maybe not one person, but at least one ticket in Flint, Michigan. Isn't that amazing? We start clean for the new year. That's been growing. One ticket. Imagine waking up if it is one person. Are you watching the Rose Bowl yesterday? Yeah, Michigan won, baby. We're going to the national title game. Could this get any better? <laughs> yes, it could. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I wonder how quick they give you the money. I've always wondered that. Like, if you take the lump sum. and how? Yeah, right, exactly. You take the lump sum, which most people would. Yeah, that amount. And how is it delivered to you? That's right. Is it a wire transfer? Like, all of a sudden, it just shows up in your bank account? Do they spread it out on different accounts? The lottery's like... We're going to give you a series of coupons. Right. We're going to put these in gift cards. (laughs) (laughs) Applebee's gift cards. We're going to give you several thousand gift cards. (laughs) Here's a Visa gift card for $800 million. I don't know. You know what? I'd love to find out at some point. I have no idea. But that's how we start off the new year. So good. Good for somebody. It most likely was like maybe one of those group things. But either way. You know what would be cool? If somebody got... Because we do this in my family, too. We get, like, lottery tickets for if you're doing, like, a Yankee swap kind of deal. Yeah, sure. Maybe somebody got a Christmas gift of, like, five quick picks I've always one. That's one of those things I'm like, I've always been a little apprehensive on giving lottery tickets. Oh, oh, absolutely. You know? Jen was talking about that before yeah. we left. Oh, you better, you know, don't give this to the random cousin. Right. You don't think it's going to give a kickback. On a big jackpot. Oh, yeah. So oh, you got to be careful. Little clause that comes with that lottery <laughs> ticket there. <laughs> Here, Merry Christmas. Sign this waiver. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Oh, my goodness. Um, well, big news if you're traveling this week. I know, you know, the, the travel season is going to oh, slow yeah. down now. Everybody's coming home. Thankfully, no major, you know, like, catastrophic delays like last year with Southwest and things like that. Oof. But if you are traveling to the Northeast this weekend, keep an eye on the weather. Uh-oh. It's getting nasty. They are talking... The first big snowfall could be on its way to the I-95 corridor this weekend. So you're talking a lot of people in the Northeast that uh, uh, could be getting the first big snowstorm of uh, well of, of the season, of winter, because you didn't really have much in December at all. No, we missed a lot of it. We were there for this past week in uh, New England. 
rainy. It wasn't nice. I mean, it was rain. It was like yeah. average temperature was like 40, which is warm. Yeah. But it was rainy and windy. Ooh. And I kept thinking the whole time, this could be snow, though. Right. Like, if it was colder, this would have been snowing for like three, four days. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, we missed out on that, but yeah. It was actually kind of like that down here for Christmas, too. I mean, was it wasn't it? 40, but, you know, it was like high 50s, 60s, and it was just overcast, rainy, mm. breezy. It was, it was kind of ugly out, honestly. Should be nice this week, our weather friends say, so look forward to that. So Yeah, that's right. And getting off the plane last night, it felt nice. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, that was down nice. Here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a little bit warmer. We're getting rain on Saturday, a lot of All rain, right. but that's get, we're getting the rain. They're going to get the snow up north. So watch oh. out for that this weekend up north. Oh, boy. Yep. Uh, news-wise, it's kind of a gross story. The whole thing is gross, but this is the first big development that's happened with the Epstein client list. Mm-hmm. ABC News, they have the story, so they're coming out with it, and they're saying as early as today, possibly, we could get a court document dump. It's their wording, not mine. <laughs> uh, related to Jeffrey Epstein. Clinton, Bill Clinton, has mentioned more than 50 times as John Doe 36. That's a lot. A redacted, no one will know how heavily redacted, Manhattan court documents related to Epstein accuser Virginia Jeffrey, who was from down here. Yeah. From Palm Beach County. I don't know what's going to come from it. I don't know. Does it, does it like end the, does it end the reputation of Bill Clinton? No. It's going to be the same thing as it was before. You thought he was guilty. You're going to go, look, see? And if you, and, and ABC says this doesn't link him criminally to anything. And those people are going to go, see, he didn't do anything wrong. I don't know how he's not linked to anything when he shows up on this over 50 times. He's I like mean, Teflon Bill. My gosh. But the interesting thing is, this is what ABC is saying. More than 170 John and Jane Doe's. Mm. A lot of people. Yeah. Influential people. Are right. expected to be unmasked with the document dump. That's what... I think we're actually going to see names. You know, a lot of people have been speculating this you know, or about this on social media over the past couple of weeks because mm-hmm. this this kind of came out like right before Christmas. Yes, it did. It was a big story too. Right, and you know this decision had come down. I think from what a New York court, yeah. I believe it was. They said that they were going to be able to release these names. So I, I think you know the, our fine detail is going to be redacted. I'm sure. But I think we're going to see names. I mean, they're say- if they came out, and this is from ABC, they're saying, we'll be unmasked. Right. You'll know the names. And if they don't, well, that's just terrible. But And now, keep this I'll in see. mind, too. I'll say this real quick. I'm not like trying to defend anybody. I'm just saying, you know, for perspective's sake, just because someone's name shows up on this list. Exactly right. It doesn't mean they were there for the nefarious reasons that are connected, you know, in our minds to right. Epstein Island. That's right. It could have been something else. It could have been some type of business dealings. They didn't know what they were getting themselves into when they were there. Could have been some other type of excursion they were going on that didn't have to do with the nefarious things going on there. Alan Dershowitz has said that for years. He goes, I was on there, but it was like my wife and I were invited to a vacation. Right. So I'm just saying. Just be careful, that's all. When some of the yep. names pop up, you know, if it's like a, your favorite actor or something, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they're involved in this. Maybe they're not. <laughs> you, you don't know why they were there. My God, Diener, look who's it. Tua is on the no, list. No, Tua, What no. in the world? <laughs> Tua saying it's Before so. college, what the? <laughs> Just kidding. Saying it ain't so, Tua. <laughs> Good gosh. Oh, they better beat the Bills on Sunday. That's all I have to say. Oh, yeah, that's another big thing coming oh, up. Oh, my gosh. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we have all week for that one, but good Lord. Um, don't even get me started. I will finish off with this, Bill. And it's a shame that Jen is not here because I know she'd be very excited about this. And I'll have to make sure to bring it up again on Monday when she's back. All right. The Rock. Oh, <laughs> Dwayne Johnson. Now, he was in the news over the weekend because 
he made an announcement with uh, his ex-wife and business partner, Danny Garcia, that the XFL, which they own. I thought this was great. They're going to be merging with the USFL. This is a good idea. It is. I think it's going to be awesome. It's like a development league for the NFL. And that's how they're marketing it. Oh, I think this is great. Which is smart. They're not going up against the NFL. It's spring football. They're marketing it as giving guys a chance to make it to the big leagues. Right? So they're going to have the UFL, United Football League, starting on March 30th. So excited about that. Uh, I still think they're doing like uh, bubble team, bubble areas, I think. Regionals. Yeah. I think. Until they go to their home cities. I think so. We'll see how it all kind of pans out there. You know, the NFL needs a development league. I think this is very cool. I'm looking. Who doesn't want more football? Why not, right? Yeah. So they're both merging. But what I'm very excited about, and this was the one that really shocked people, last night, The Rock, not Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, showed up on wrestling WWE Monday Night Raw, came out of nowhere, showed up, surprised everybody. They were in San Diego for the first show of the year last night, popped up. Did the whole thing, you know, like a 15-minute segment going back and forth with one of the wrestlers. Did his rock bottom on people's elbow. And then he challenged his cousin, Roman Reigns. That's his cousin? Yeah. Roman Reigns is, I mean, you probably heard him at some point along the way. He's been champion in WWE for like three or four years. And it's like this, you know, crazy run where they've kept him as champion. But now it seems like The Rock, at least for the next few months is going to be back involved with WWE and wrestling. As actually wrestling? Yeah, I think so. He would have to if he issued a challenge, no? Yes, because this is... Not to get too far into storylines with wrestling, but it's this whole thing with Roman Reigns where he says he's the head of the table, like he's the head of the family, so to speak. And so The Rock comes out last night and says, what if I'm the head of the table? And then everyone went crazy because there's always been rumors that we're going to fight at WrestleMania. So it seems like they might do a thing at WrestleMania in a few months and... The Rock is back in WWE, at least for the time being. All right. It's pretty big. Jen, Jen's on vacation. I'm going to play Jen for a quick second yes, if I can. Please. Oh, won't he just go away? <laughs> Let me guess. He's you had the it. football story. You've got this. <laughs> He's going to make it all about himself. <laughs> <laughs> make all about himself. That's right. He does. That's what happens. Oh, I have a question for you. I actually I made a mental note of this. Going yes. back to the UFL thing, is he still like the commissioner of this thing? I think he's still involved. In, I don't know if he's the like commissioner. An owner. I think he's just like some type of, you know, big wig owner. You know what I mean? All right. Because with him and his, uh, his business partners and everything, with uh, you merge with the, you know, USFL, I'm sure they had some guys from there stick around too. You know what Jen would hate the most? What? Some sort of a project <laughs> or a show where The Rock, Ryan Seacrest, yeah. <laughs> and Jimmy Fallon were all involved oh. together. Oh, no. <laughs> Most hated celebrities. <laughs> she wouldn't be able to take it. No, I know. Oh, gosh. Hey, speaking of Ryan Seacrest. Yes. Coming up next, we're going to keep it a little light. It's been some heavy news. We're going to compare New Year's Eve, going back a couple of nights, New Year's Eve celebrations. Okay. A little bit from Times Square, but more importantly, Mar-a-Lago had a big guest appearance for New Year's Eve. Really? And CNN did it again. Oh, no. They let Anderson Cooper get drunk on the air. And this oh. was the worst of all time. This it's, is the, it's like, this is not a real, they're not a real network. No, gosh, no. They're not. No, that's their thing. He gets drunk every year. You should hear this one. Oh, boy. Anyway, we got that and more. It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Feels great to say Happy New Year to all of you. Thanks for hanging out with us. 24 is going to be a big year. Big, baby.
South Florida Morning Show, like we said, Jen is out on vacation. She was holding down the fort over the holidays. There's Diener. I'm Bill. Hope everybody had a great holiday season, New Year's Eve, all that stuff. We thought we'd wrap up uh, the show today with going back a couple of nights to New Year's Eve. Yeah, First of all, a little bit of a non-traversy. <laughs> a good promotion really is what it turned out to be for the group Green Day at the Dick Clark Rockin' New Year's Eve thing. That's the ABC thing that uh, Ryan Seacrest does. They changed the name of their song, well, a line in their song, American Idiot, to this. I'm not a part of the MAGA agenda. Not a part of the MAGA agenda. Yeah, it's pretty much on par for them. <laughs> it is. That, that's, you know, that's, uh, that's on brand, Yeah, I'd have to say. But, of course, it's all kinds of controversy. What happens with this and why they do it is it gets more people talking about the band or the actor, artist than ever would before. Sure, and, and that's you, why they do it. And when they do it, then you know it gets in the news cycle. That's People what talk it about is. Social media, and then what do you find out? Oh, Green Day's coming out with a new album. Yeah, exactly. Oh. It's exactly what it is. So, <laughs> then you had. I thought this was cool. It sounded really good. It seemed like uh, Trump was into it too. Of course, they have a big bash at Mar-a-Lago for New Year's Eve. I didn't get invited again this year. I guess our invitation blew off the front porch. <laughs> it must have. Wow. Maybe next year, Bill. It's amazing how often that happens. Maybe 2025 we'll have the uh, inauguration uh, New Year's Ball. Well, Vanilla Ice got his. <laughs> Rob Van Winkle. Oh, of course he did. Who I, I still think is a Wellington resident. Is it a Wellington? He's around here somewhere. Well, he was there. It sounded like this. Kind of cool. All right. I like the crowd it. was into it. Yeah. I was looking at the video. Randomly, a mutant ninja turtle was on stage with Good. Him. Good. That's good news. How'd that happen? <laughs> what, did like Trump insist on that? <laughs> you can go on stage. That's fine. But I want Donatello up there. That's going to happen. It's, it's Giuliani inside the, the, the ninja turtle costume. <laughs> Rudy, get it. Mr. President, I don't want to go in the thing. Get in the suit, Rudy. If you still want to hang out with me, you're going to be a Ninja Turtle, damn You want it. some help with that? Fine. Yeah. Get in the suit, Rudy. <laughs> but that happened. It looked oh like a gosh. good time. By the way, um, Diener just put that video up if you want to check it out on the Morning Show blog. 850wftl.com yes. and on the app, too. But now let's go to CNN's coverage of Uh-oh. Times Square from New Year's Eve. They did it again. They let Anderson Cooper. And this is how you really know. That they're not a real network. It's just a clown show. We've known they're fake news. But for anybody to put them on the air, it's a lot worse than that. He was actually even swearing a little bit. But they let Anderson Cooper get hammered on the air. They let him do shots. This is what they love to do this. They did this with Don Lemon back in the day, too, before oh, that he was got fired. Really, that was a really bad one. Remember that? He oh, got, that's he, right. He got like his tongue pierced on like live TV. Yeah. And he was like so wasted. So this is with the guy. Who's the guy that does the reality shows? Andy. Uh, I was just trying to remember his Cohen? name too. It is Andy Cohen. So yes. he was there with him. Yeah, and he was actually buddies. the guy feeding him shots. Right. And there's this. You can check it out on YouTube or something. There's a super loop of him as the night progresses, where they cut out the middle stuff and just each time they get back to him. So this is the very end. Oh boy. Where he couldn't like do any more. Oh right? boy. <laughs> and they were trying to go to an interview with John Mayer. Like, they went live to him somewhere for an interview. John Mayer was with a bunch of cats from somewhere. It sounds right. I, I don't know what was going on. <laughs> you have to listen to Anderson Cooper just losing it at the end here. He's actually squealing. Yes, yes you I'm do. Joking. Yes, you do. He's gone. He's off yes. with the fairies here. Um, <laughs> what is going on in the background? He starts going, <laughs> and he goes, this, you see, he's off with the fairies. <laughs> Their words, not ours. No, no, no. <clears throat> Andy Cohen said that. That's CNN, everybody. Yeah.
That's what they do. Can you imagine? Is... And I, God for I don't want this to happen. Gosh. But can you Im- can you imagine if like some sort of like big news story happens New Year's Eve some night and it's like Anderson, we need you back in the studio. Right, like there is that risk, right? They don't have that many people over there anymore. No. Anderson, you have to anchor this. Yay! No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to sober up real quick and trying to get it together. I don't know if he can. Well, He's, uh, that was New Year's Eve. <laughs> Happy New Year to Anderson Cooper. <laughs> Gosh, you get sloppy on those things, but that's their model. Like that's that's it's their thing. That's now. their show, right? We got to get Anderson do. Cooper sloppy, uh, okay. sloppy drunk live TV. Okay, that's that's what they want to do. But like you said, they're not a serious network. Serious network. No. All right, <laughs> but we are. Gosh <laughs> darn it! You know what I want to see next year for 2025? Let's get Wolf Blitzer up there. Let's get Wolf Blitzer trashed. <laughs> I want to. I want to see what Wolf Blitzer is like tr- drunk. And now we have a performance from Mariah Carey. <laughs> I want to talk about Iraq. <laughs> We're like Christian Amanpour. <laughs> <laughs> Get the real anchors yes, there. Like the real serious anchors. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, boy. CNN. Oh, and go. then Fox will do it to copy. And now oh, yeah. shots with Brett Bear. <laughs> Kill me, it's getting swatched. <laughs> God. All right, we've got to get out of Let's here. Let's go. All right, tomorrow is midweek already. We'll find out what's on the uh, Epstein client list, the names, to see if mm. there's anything there and some fun stuff to, to talk yeah. about. But uh, in the meantime, thanks for hanging out with us. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning, 850 WFTL.